Hello and welcome to the Football Parliament podcast, the one-stop destination for all your football debates, discussions and opinions. Today with me, I have Vedant and Varun. And with the Euros fever up, we are again here with a squad building challenge. This time, we have with us Vedant and Varun. Vedant will be the judge and me and Varun will be making a team. But the Euros team has to comprise of one player per nation only. You cannot pick two players from a single nation and you have to present your best 11 uh, uh, to the judge. So uh, Vedant, are you ready? Yeah, I am definitely ready. I mean, in the past times, I was the one who was building up the teams and, you know, I had the challenge to comprise the best 11 and now I'm the judge. So let's see what happens. Let's see you all come up with the best teams. Also, Varun is making his comeback after a large number of days. So definitely he will be hoping for a win now. Varun, some uh, words before starting? This is my first match. So let's start with the team. I'll share the first team. Yeah, Varun. Go ahead, explain. 3-4-3. Yeah. So, uh, over here, I have chosen to go for a 3-4-3 formation because, in my opinion, Europe European football is based more, more around midfielders, considering the fact that a lot of uh, European players specialize in the midfield position. Uh, and more than anything else, a lot of European players like dual roles, which is why I have chosen to use a 3-4-3 formation, which is usually uh, a midfield specialized formation. Uh, for my goal, for my goalkeeper, I have uh, Manuel Neuer, currently one of the best in the world, uh, Bayern Munich's go-to goalkeeper. Uh, he has had a really great international record. He won the World Cup with Germany, um, and uh, he has constantly led his team to uh, many great feats, which has ensured that Germany have become a dominant international side. Which is why Manuel Neuer will be my goalkeeper. Uh, as my first centre-back, I will be having David Alaba. Uh, David Alaba is a person, in my opinion, who can, who has the stamina and the pace to modify his role on the pitch from being either a centre-back to being a central defensive midfielder. He can uh, take free kicks as well, which is a great asset to any team. Uh, and he can change the pace of the game by being in the defensive half. Which is why I feel that uh, David Alaba is good at centre-back. My second centre-back is Pialini. Uh, sure, he didn't perform very well this season, uh, as has been seen with Juventus. But I feel that his experience is something that will matter to any team. And his physicality is one of the best in the world. And despite being so old, he's, he's very experienced. He has that defensive capability to ensure that you know, people can't, can't go past him or if people are shooting, then he has the ability to block the balls as well. More than anything else, he is a leader. Uh, and um, as my left centre-back, I have chosen Andrew Robertson. Uh, Andrew Robertson, uh, because of the fact that this was a 3-4-3 formation, I decided to go with uh, Andrew Robertson so that he could provide an attacking front. Uh, and because of his durability, because of his pace, uh, he can move back and forth from the field and he can constantly uh, ensure that he falls back in, in order to defend when the team needs him. So that is my backline. Uh, for my 
uh, midfield, uh, as I mentioned before, I have four midfielders. Um, I have Ginny Van Alden as my uh, first midfielder. Already captaining Netherlands. He has great experience at midfield. He always shows up in big games. Uh, and his ability to pass the ball, his ability to dribble uh, is, is an asset to any team. And uh, the way he moves the ball forward is uh, something that not a lot of midfielders can do when they're trying to provide a defensive role as well. Which is why I feel that Wijnaldum is a great asset for my team. Uh, Luka Modric, uh, I don't think this guy needs a lot of explanation. Uh, one of the best midfielders in the world, led Croatia to a World Cup final. Uh, and sure, he did not have a great game against England in the in the last Euro game that he played. But his vision, his sense of play, his um, his positioning is something that not a lot of footballers have in them. Which is why I feel that Modric would make a great uh, centre mid. Uh, N'Golo Kante, this season has been, in my opinion, one of the best, without a doubt. This French midfielder, though he may not have the physicality, he has the pace, he has the dribbling skills to move the ball ahead to supply his teammates. He has the skills to uh, move the ball towards the wings in order to ensure that he can supply the ball well in the box so that natural strikers can finish it. Uh, and lastly, uh, uh, for my right, for my final midfielder, I have Kevin De Bruyne. Again, one of the best in the entire world. Uh, his ability to shoot the ball as an attacking midfielder or even as a central midfielder uh, is something that's important for any team. And more than anything else in this in this uh, layout, he has the freedom to switch his roles between an, an attacking midfielder and a normal midfielder. And he can constantly help his team thanks to his physicality by uh, moving behind in order to ensure that balls do not really uh, go in the defensive third for the team. Um, now, for my front three, I have Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously one of the goats. Uh, not a lot of explanation needed for him. His dribbling skills, his pace, his physicality, uh, his shooting is unmatched. Uh, matched by only one person, and we know who that is. Um, and yeah, that's why I still feel that despite his age, he has the ability. He has the ability to move the ball ahead. He has the ability to supply the balls. He has the ability to make long passes, through balls, any kind of play that you want him to do, he can do that properly. Which is why I feel that he would make a really great uh, left winger in my team. Uh, on the right wing, I have Harry Kane. Sure, he's not really entitled to the right wing position. He hasn't played there a lot. He's usually a natural striker for both England and Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, but because there were a few positioning issues, I could not really place him anywhere else. But still, in my opinion, he can he can play the role of a striker over here. He usually supplies balls really well. Um, he he and Hyungman Sun this season had the most assists together as a duo in the Premier League which is why I feel that he would be a great asset at midfield. And his shooting ability is just unmatched. I don't, I don't know a lot of players who can shoot like him, which is why I feel that he would do really great at right wing. Uh, and lastly, on strike, I have Robert Lewandowski. Uh, again, he, uh, he got more than 40 goals this season, breaking Jord Muller's record in the Bundesliga, which is why I feel that he would make a really great central striker. Um, his shooting power is unmatched. His passing is great. He has a good physicality. And 
he can occasionally block headers as well in the final defensive third when corners are taken, which is why I feel that Robert Lewandowski would make my final tier. This is my team. Thank you. That's a great team which you've assembled, but uh, there are a lot of key holes here. First thing being that uh, Robertson is a more attacking minded left back and he's playing at left centre back. Then Alaba, who's actually a natural left back or a player who actually plays on the left, but that's fine. He has adapted to a centre back position. Genie Wijnaldum is playing at left midfield wide, whereas uh, he actually plays at either holding midfielder or right central midfielder. Then the other change which I know. Use, no, no, just a second. About the 3-4-3 formation is that the front three, they're not actually wingers-wingers. They're more of a inside-forward category players. Like if you're talking about Cristiano Ronaldo and Harry Kane here, they're more of inside-forwards here and not actually wingers-wingers. So that's fine if Harry Kane is at right-forward. He actually scores a lot from the right flank. Not a winger-winger, but as a right-forward. And the other change, I think, is... Giorgio Chiellini, I mean, I know the experience he carries, he's 35 or 36, he carries a lot of experience for Juventus, he's their captain, but the thing with him this season is that uh, he's barely played this season, firstly, he's had a lot of injuries and we've seen him against uh, Turkey, that is, yeah, he had a great performance, no doubt about that, but still, he can't play every game and the thing is, he's not played enough games to actually start every game for Euros. That's the thing. Apart from that, this team is world-class. A lot of experience on the pitch. Great team. Uh, Chirag, your team. I see, definitely. I'll just uh, highlight the point because when you're going for a 3-4-3, your two wide midfielders are generally those who contribute in defence as well. Yeah. Uh, being a Chelsea fan, I know that we use a wing-back system, but obviously this system is more attacking. I understand that fact, but going by Aldem and De Bruyne at the wide midfielders will definitely cause problems to this team. But you had to choose players because of their reputation, and obviously you had to fit in players. So I think a great, great work, and you have done this work in less than 10 minutes, I think, because you were given a very short time to prepare. Actually, a very good team. A key change which I would like to make is probably Pau Torres or Emmerich Laporte over Giorgio Chiellini. Apart from that, this team really looks sick. Vedanta, I will not disappoint you. I'll show you my team. Yeah, let's see. Let's who. move ahead. Let's see. Just as you gave the suggestion. Definitely no doubt, Varun. It's actually a great team. Thanks, Vedanta. Yeah. I hope it's visible. Yeah, I can see the team. Yeah. So, with goalkeeper, I am going with just a minute. I'll try to, to zoom in the team. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It is visible now? Yeah. So, I'll just go with my team. I've gone with Donnarumma as the centre-back, Robertson as the left-back, Laporte as the centre-back alongside Skriniar. Kimmich, who is more known for playing a central defensive midfielder, but is naturally a right-back, as we all know, will go for my right-back position. Two holding midfielders in form of N'Golo Kante and De Jong. Two inside, uh, two cams, I would say, in a 4-2-2-2 formation. That has uh, Fernandes and De Bruyne that have no competition in the league. And I have two strikers in common, Lewandowski and Jane. I'll just um, explain my uh, choices now. Obviously, Donnarumma is one of the best keepers in the world. I went for Donnarumma because I did not want to go for some other player in Italy that suits uh, my formation or rather my players as well. I have gone, uh, gone more on how players can fit in a formation rather than putting the players in a particular formation. I'm going with the player's strength. Left back, Robertson, I'm so lucky to say that 
Scotland is a team that has Robertson because we have one of the best left backs in the world. So I have put easy choice for Robertson has to be in this team. I have gone. However, we are seeing that it's a French flag alongside Laporte, but we know he has changed his nationality and he is playing for Spanish national team. He is a Spanish international. I am going with uh, uh, Laporte and Strinia. First of all, Strenier is one of the most under, underrated defenders, according to me, because he does not get recognition because he is playing in a league that is not well known as the La Liga or our Premier League. Obviously, Italian league has a lot of fan base, but definitely not the most uh, well-rated players, according to me. So I have gone with Strenier. I have gone with Kimmich as my right back because I cannot form a team without Kimmich. He is one of the most valuable players, according to me, in the German squad, in the Bayern Munich squad. And if, even if you want to transfer Liston, he will be one of the most valuable players, according to me. So I have put him as the right back where he is accustomed to play and it is not something that I am playing him out of position. Now I'll go with my midfield. I have gone with an interesting midfield formation where I have two defensive midfielders and two attacking midfielders because I know both Fernandes and De Bruyne uh, can cut in and uh, act as the number 10 position or as uh, as the attacking aids and Robertson and Kimmich can flank in who are very good uh, while going forward as well. So, first of all, two defensive midfielders to uh, accompany my defence that are De Jong and Kante. I really don't think I should explain uh, anything except uh, anything for Kante because the name says it all, one of the best defensive midfielders in the world. We have De Jong uh, alongside him. I have gone for De Jong because the uh, Netherlands team, the most valuable player for Netherlands this year is, has to be De Jong. Obviously, they are Delic, uh, Depay, but in absence of uh, Virgil van Dijk, one of the most valuable players is De Jong. He has proved why, uh, how a player can step up from a team like Ajax and perform in the best team, when one of the best teams in the world, that is Barcelona, and compete at the highest level. The two best attacking midfielders in the world, that is Fernandes and De Bruyne. No one can compete over that fact that these are the best two attacking midfielders in the world, according to me. Uh, there is no debate. And I will love to have uh, see what, a, what partnership they all can bring in. I have gone with two attackers. Obviously, Lewandowski, no explanations. One of, if not the best striker in the world right now, it, he is one of the best strikers in the world alongside Harry Kane who is just second to Lewandowski in the rankings. And I will pick him over anyone if Lukaku is not an option due to De Bruyne being Belgian as well. I'll just explain the formation again that Kante and De Jong can have the fuel to run from box to box. They can hold the whole midfield. They do not need some extra money between them. And De Bruyne and Fernandes, I know, are very good with the ball that they can help in making the uh, passing game a better field and supplying De Bruyne and Kane, both of two, are very well accustomed to scoring goals. That's it. Yeah, so about the team, I really, you know, like it. Kimmich has his natural right-back role. Then someone like Skriniar, who wasn't talked about enough, you mentioned that as well. Serie A, Inter Milan, won the Scudetto. Apart from that, I also appreciate the fact that you've kept Fernandes at left central attacking midfield and De Bruyne on right central attacking midfield. Now, the thing with people is that they don't actually know that Fernandes for Portugal has played at uh, left central attacking midfield too. So, I don't think there should be any problems with that or with De Bruyne being at right central attacking midfield. Because we know he usually prefers attacking from the right. Apart from that, Kante and De Jong are obviously rock solid defensive midfielders, holding midfielders, etc. Laporte, uh, if you've seen the recent games for Spain, he's had great performances against Portugal and yesterday against Sweden, rock solid. So, there's no doubt about this, uh, that. And then there's Gianluigi Donnarumma. Probably the best player Italy have right now. I don't know. 
even he is there in this team and Lewandowski and Kane are definitely top two strikers in the world right now either of them so this is a great team now the winner is expected to be let let varun varun has his say also yeah varun yeah sorry sorry my bad varun talk about yeah in my opinion of course this squad is much better than mine i will admit i will admit that because uh he has uh, taken a lot of player strengths into considerations he has taken a lot of um you know things like uh fernandes having a certain left left role or uh, de bruyne you know playing uh, more towards playing um playing more attacking football he has included a few he has included big names that have had an impact on their teams this season in club football which is why i feel that his team is much better and much more complete than mine yeah yeah so chirag is the winner in this and no doubt that varun had really less time if he had 2 3 days i'm pretty sure you would have assembled a really really world class team and you know given competition to chirag but that is it for the video today guys i hope you all like this video if you all did go ahead like the button comment on the teams which chirag and varun presented if you all don't want to see our faces you all can hit us on spotify we've got a podcast there or on our podcast and various other platforms that is the video for today guys signing out